Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Steve. Duh. <laughs> Who else is it going to be? Howard Stern. Um, it is Saturday. How about that? It's Saturday, June 8th. I'm recording this one early for... Um, well, really mainly because I'm bored. <laughs> well, not bored. I was playing video games earlier. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I should uh, just record my podcast a day or three early. <laughs> a day or three early. Um, I had my tooth pulled yesterday. Where, I mean, if you follow the We're No Doc, is it no docs but yeah it's no docs wait what is our what? if you follow the we're no doctors instagram account you know that i had my tooth uh yanked out yesterday i guess it's no docs pod right come on ag no Docs Podcast is the official at No Docs Podcast. Um, oh, God, I had my tooth pulled out yesterday. So if you follow uh, on Instagram, you already know that. Um, guess what? It wasn't uh, the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> it kind of sucked. Actually, that's I'm being unfair. Um, for as much as I have been putting this off for having to reschedule it or whatever reason, um, it was nowhere near as bad in my head as I was building it up to be. And there were two things that I was building up. Number one was the actual procedure. I was like, I don't want to be laying there for an hour while this guy chips away and tugs at my tooth. And uh, as you know, my, my biggest reason for never wanting to go to the dentist is my vertigo. And when they lay me back in the chair, it's once I'm flat, it really fucks with my uh, equilibrium. And with an uh, upper tooth, they kind of have to tilt you back even further to, you know, be able to see the tooth. And so that was really the main thing that was bothering me. I was just like... I don't, I don't want, I don't want to go in and get vertigo. I, this is just, I'm not ready for this. So I've been putting this on. I don't know how long I've been talking about this tooth. You know, I it, It's been a long, long time. And, um, of course there, there've been times when I've had to actually reschedule because of work and stuff or family things or travel, so it hasn't been a hundred percent putting it off. There've been a few times where I was just like, I got to get this over with. I just got to do it. I got to practice what I preach on this podcast. You know, my main message is when something's wrong, go get it checked out. Don't put shit off ever. 
And I've been the king of doing that for the past year or whatever that this tooth has been fucking me up. And so, um, yeah, there've been times where I legitimately, it was like, I got to go in and do this. And then something actually did came up, came up (laughs) something. Uh, yeah, something came up, (laughs) something cummed up, (laughs) um, But there's also been many times where it was like a week before the appointment and I was just like not there mentally. I was just like, I I can't do this for whatever reason. Like I was probably already dealing with vertigo and was like, I can't imagine going in and dealing with this, uh, having it be even more severe. So there were times when I canceled and, um, it's been so long and it's been doing a huge disservice to the health of my bone, my gums, and just my general well-being. <laughs> um, I will say when he was pulling the tooth out, he's like, yeah, there's the, this uh, infection has gone down into the actual bone. So he cleaned it all out really well put like an antibiotic topic on it and um um and then he put the bone graft powder on it he's like i don't know how well this will take because they put this powder i i don't know how it works but it's supposed to generate bone uh material and strengthen your bones so that in six months to ten months or whenever i'm supposed to go back they can drill in and put in an implant. So it takes a while for the bone marrows powder, the bone powder, whatever it is, the bone graft. It takes, you know, months for it to actually take effect and grow and build up. So he was putting it in and he's like, yeah, this infection's gone down into your bone. You're, so that's not great. He goes, I don't know. He's like, we're going to do this. We're going to put the, the marrow, you know, we're going to do the bone graft. He's like, I don't know how well it'll take though. So we'll see in six months. So there's a chance I go back in and they're like, yeah, this doesn't look great. Um, uh, (laughs) Just, you now have one less tooth back there. So who knows? My other big worry going in and having this procedure was dry sockets um, or dry socket singular. I didn't have more than one tooth out. And that's all solely based on when I was 16 and I had my wisdom teeth out and uh, I got a dry socket in one of the, uh, where one of the teeth used to be. And it was like a couple days after the um, procedure, woke up in the middle of the night, just excruciating pain. Apparently the blood clot had fallen out of the cavity, you know, where my tooth used to be. And it was just like exposed nerve endings and stuff. So naturally it's going to hurt, especially when you just breathe and and just air goes on to those nerve endings. So I just remember it being really bad. Also, I was just young and kind of a pussy. (laughs) But I did it and um, uh, yeah, got a dry socket. And I just, I've built it up in my head as being like the worst thing ever. I'm sure my kidney stones, my lithotropsy, my laser laser lithotropsy to have the, you know, my last kidney stone out and then the subsequent stent that was put in my, uh, 
ureter and bladder, I'm sure those have been way worse than the pain I probably felt uh, when I had my dry socket. I just don't remember it that well. So I was, t- I brought that up to the doctor once I went in and he's like, all right. He's like, I'm glad we're finally doing this. And I was like, yeah, I, 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 I have to admit I have been, I have put these off a couple times, you know, because, um, of my vertigo. He's like, that's all right. He's like, we don't have to lay you all the way back. He's like, I, I think I can manage. And I go, and the other thing is just dry sockets. And he was like, um, oh man, don't, don't worry about that. He's like, odds are you will not get one. He's like, because once I take this tooth out, I'm going to, you know, suture, suture it shut. So I don't think you're going to get a dry socket. He's like, it's very, it's pretty rare actually. I was like, okay, well I only bring that up because I had a dry socket when I was in high school. He's like, you did? He's like, what tooth did you have pulled out? I go, oh, I had my wisdom teeth out. And he's like, oh yeah. He goes, it's way more common to get dry sockets uh, from wisdom teeth. Uh, I don't, I didn't, I should have followed up and asked why, but um, he's like, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. That put me at ease. Um, and I was expecting this to take a long time, even though I've heard people say it's really quick. I was like, yeah, that's what they said about my last uh, root canal. They're like, oh, yeah, it'll be quick. And it was like an hour and a half to two hours because the root was all. And it's it was the root on the tooth that I just had pulled. But it was like, it, because it was the back molar, there's three roots in it. Um, And he's like, they're just like old tree roots. And he's like, they're just wrapped around each other and stuff. And it took forever to do that root canal. Uh, and so I go in and, uh, the assistant, the dental hygienist, he was like, he's really cool by the way. He's like, he's like, Oh no, man. He's like, the longest part is just, uh, getting you numbed up. And so he gave me uh, a topical anesthetic on my gums. And then the doctor came in, gave me, I don't know, three or four injections around the tooth and my gum and stuff. And He's like, all right, now we just wait for this to take effect. He's like, I'll be back in a couple minutes. And so I laid there taking photos of myself in the dental chair because <laughs> what else are you going to do? And um, then he came back in and he's like, all right, let's take this tooth out. And I just kind of stared at a spot on the ceiling. I, I found like a good spot position for my head where I didn't have to deal with... Um, I wasn't too dizzy. I was a little bit dizzy. I'm not going to lie, but I, I found a pretty decent spot and I just stared, uh, just above the light. And, um, he was just drilling not, he wasn't even drilling he was just going in and like pulling stuff out. And he's like, Oh man, this tooth has gotten so weak because you know, I had the root canal and that didn't, I waited too long to get my permanent crown. So the tooth just kind of has been disintegrating over the past whatever, however long it's been. He's like, he's like, I really don't have a great place to grab on and pull this thing out. So it was coming out in pieces, you know, like it was breaking off. But still, he had it all done in like five minutes. It was so awesome. It was literally just like... and. There was no pain. It was, you know, I could feel tugging. It was nowhere near as bad as like a root canal where they're drilling and you, you can actually smell, you know, your, 
your tooth and the decay and the root and the bone and whatever else just burning from that drill, that gross, just fleshy smoke. <laughs> I think we got to have a winner. Wait, where? <laughs> that gross, fleshy smoke. Um, hold on, I got to write that down. Um, okay, so this was way easier and quicker, and um, he's like, "All right, come back in a week, and we'll uh, look at look at everything. Take the uh, sutures out if they're still in." He's like, "They they could come out on their own. They could dissolve." He's like, "But if they're still there, we'll take them out and uh, see how everything uh, looks." And so I'm going back on Thursday. And um, I'm pretty stoked with the way everything went. Um, so he gave me a prescription. Uh, first, the two. I have to take antibiotics because it was an infected tooth, um, which is good because I th- I feel like I have I've had this like low grade sinus infection because of the tooth as well. Um, I've never felt sick from it or had a fever, but it's just, you know, you can just tell there's just something wrong with my, with my sinuses. And usually in the mornings, like I'll blow my nose or something and it's just like yellowish discolored phlegm or mucus that comes out that you usually have when you have a sinus infection. Only I never really felt like I had a sinus infection, but I was like, this can't be good. And it's just been for months and um, so he gave me uh, an antibiotic uh, Z pack. It's just five days, and he gave me a prescription for just like really powerful ibuprofen, which I haven't even taken one. I didn't take any pain medication yesterday. It, it was that mild. Um, literally, you know, the the anesthetic was probably all worn off within two or three hours, and uh, I's never felt like a horrible pain. Like I, I would put an ice pack on my cheek uh, occasionally, but just out of, just because they told me to do it, I didn't feel like I needed to do it. Um, the pain was very, very minimal, like and almost not at all. In fact, today I feel a little more sore than I did yesterday. And I think most of the soreness as I poke around back there with my tongue... I think most of the soreness is from where they inject the, inject the uh, Novocaine or whatever into your gums. It's like my gums are sore. Um, so I'm not in a ton of pain. I, w- I did have a headache all night and, and this morning. Um, I, I don't know what that's about. Um, I didn't have a lot of caffeine. I had a little bit of coffee. <laughs> that, that's the shittiest part of yesterday was I took... I went in, I woke up, didn't eat anything, just had some water, brushed my teeth, went and had the tooth pulled, then came home and was like, oh, I should probably eat something. And they're like, don't chew on the right side of your mouth, which is where the molar was. They're like, try and keep all the chewing on the left side and try and stick with soft foods like oatmeal, applesauce, yogurt, um, pasta. And I was like, okay. 
And I stopped at the store on the way home, got like a bunch of fruits and vegetables and stuff and made a smoothie yesterday with like kale and strawberries and blueberries. And I put a little bit of orange juice in there to just make it a little more runny. And I put some protein powder in and um, I think that's about it. It tastes really good, but um, then like... You all know how paranoid I am with medication. So I really waited to the end of the day to start the antibiotics. And with a pack, it's only five days of antibiotics, which is cool. But the first day, you're supposed to take two pills uh, right off the top. Like not one in the morning, one at night, but like two at the exact same time. Like a double dose your first day. So about five or six, I took my first dose got about two hours so I have to take my second one but uh, I took the first one and just within an hour or two my stomach was already feeling like gurgly and I'm like I was like I can't tell if this is because of the um, antibiotics the high dose of antibiotics that I just took or if it's because of the smoothie because it's like vegetables and fruits and stuff in there and all watery. I'm like, maybe, maybe my stomach's fucked up from that smoothie. It was just a little gurgly, nothing. It didn't seem like anything severe. And then I started getting the headache, which I was like, oh, I haven't had caffeine today. And so I, (laughs) I ordered like an iced coffee from Starbucks through like Uber Eats. And so they brought me this, you know, grande iced coffee. And um, I just chugged it. It felt so good, just like really cold and um, caffeine-y. In fact, no, it wasn't even a, a iced coffee. It was an iced mocha. I was like, I just want sugar and caffeine. I just want to zap this headache away. And so uh, I drank this big coffee. And then within like 30 or 40 minutes, my stomach was like, fuck this, dude, go to the bathroom. <laughs> like you need to get to a bathroom really quick. And so I went to the bathroom and I'm trying to just figure out how to say this without grossing anybody out. It wasn't like full, <laughs> it wasn't like full diarrhea, but it was just like a bummer. <laughs> can't laugh too hard because I don't want my stitches to come out in my mouth. I don't want to dry socket, so I can't laugh too hard. I'm also not talking super loud because of it. Um, so my stomach was a little bit upset last night, and um, I can't, I don't know. It could be from the coffee because that could do it. Could be from the smoothie. That could do it. Could be from the antibiotics, which is most likely... So I, I followed, once that happened, I followed it up with, uh, I took uh, a probiotic and I took an activated charcoal tablet, which probiotics are great. Uh, those have been a real lifesaver when I have to take antibiotics. They kind of settle my stomach and kind of balance everything out. Although I think you're not supposed to take it right around the same time as your um, antibiotic. I think you're supposed to give like two hours before or after, uh, which I did. And then 
I love the charcoal, activated charcoal tablets. I get it. Um, uh, Whole Foods. Because it acts like a sponge. Like, whatever's fucking up my stomach, it just soaks it right up. Usually, man, with a combination of probiotics and charcoal, it, like, really just solidifies everything really quick. It's, It's pretty much... I told my friend Simon about it. He, he's a producer. He, he worked on the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And he's been taking some medication for like a year. And uh, he's like, he's like, it sucks. He's like, the medication's working, but it's really fucking with my guts. He's like, you know, I have like bad bowel movements and stuff. And I was like, oh, you should try taking, at least taking a probiotic. I go, I take a probiotic. I also take charcoal. And he's like, all right, I'll look into that. And then like two weeks later, he texted me back. He's like, dude, this changed my fucking life. He's like, this is the first time in a year where I'm having normal poops. And he's like, it's fucking great. And the medicine is still working. So I'm a huge... uh believer in that stuff, especially the probiotics. Um, someone actually did on this podcast when I, like a year, sometime last year, I was talking about charcoal and probiotics and they left a message in the comment section, or maybe they emailed me. In fact, it might even have been a couple people that for women, I think the probiotics are fine across the board for people. You may want to ask your doctor, but I mean, you can get them in any store. I mean, I get mine at Whole Foods, or but I think they have them at even Rite Aid and stuff. Um, but like with charcoal, someone was telling me that, um, or someone had left a message that if you're on birth control, if you're a woman who's taking birth control, certain birth controls, the charcoal, for whatever reason, can offset the birth control. So you're hearing it from me. I dudes go crazy, maybe don't go crazy. Still just, if you're taking something new, you should just ask a doctor just, just for the hell of it. It it wouldn't hurt. But, um, ladies, make sure you ask a doctor if you're gonna, if you're on birth control and you want to take charcoal. That's my little PSA. Thanks to the listeners of this podcast, because I had no idea. And I'd been telling everybody, I was like, oh yeah, probiotics and charcoal, do it up. And someone was like, you know, if you're on, if you're on uh, birth control, it could really uh, make it not work. I was like, oh fuck! So I, I made a. Whenever I did that, I made a correction on the next podcast. But I'm saying that again now. But oh my god, that stuff really helps for my stomach. It's it's great. I took took some more this morning. I'm feeling great. Um, I had some more pasta. I, I had pasta last night and today. And I'm like, okay, with like eh, doctor's orders. <laughs> I shouldn't be eating this much pasta, but it's for, it's for my own good right now. And uh, I had to like really overcook it because I just wanted it to be super soft. So that was kind of gross. But um, yeah, I, I had some, is it farfalla? The, the bow tie pasta, I had some of that last night. And I had some, actually some baked ziti that I got down at the uh, deli uh, at the supermarket near my house today. And it was really good. 
And I got a big thing of split pea soup. That's in the fridge for later. Oh, I love pea soup. Oh. Oh, there's a helicopter buzzing the building. <clears throat> so that's where I am. Um, I'm still just hopeful that uh, for whatever reason, a dry socket doesn't happen, but it doesn't sound like it will. But this was also the cool thing. My doctor called me Friday, uh, I, well, I guess yesterday, called me yesterday night. And th- so the, the doctor that removed the tooth isn't, doesn't really practice out of my dentist's dentist's office, but he comes in there once a month. It's, I think it's usually like the the first uh, first Friday of every something like that. So he's only in there for appointments to remove teeth uh, once a month. That's why it's been so difficult, also, for me to get this done. Is you know, of course, I put it off sometimes, but there's also been times where it's like, oh, I got to. I got a job or oops, my mom's sick. I got to go take care of her. And, um, I'm like, I got to reschedule and they're like, all right, it's going to be another month. So that's part of the reason why it's taking so long, but he did a great job. But my actual dentist dentist called me, um, yesterday, uh, Dr. Kashani and, uh, was just checking in totally cool. Like I've never had a dentist do that. Like, Hey, just wanted to check, see how you're feeling, see if everything went well. So big shout out to Dr. Sally Kashani, who said she would do the podcast. I got to get her on here. Um, boy. And you can hear her talk about how shitty my teeth are. <laughs> uh, oh, it's so weird. There's just nothing back there now. I'm just feeling it. it's. Boy, you can, you can bet like. You can only imagine, like, the night before, Thursday night, how much Googling I was doing. Oh, my God. It was so crazy. I was just sitting here on my computer just, like, checking every website for info on dry sockets and tooth extraction and bone grass. Like, really at an unhealthy level, just like making myself more paranoid. And I'd find some websites that were like, it's very, actually very rare, uh, to get a, you know, a, um, a dry socket in upper teeth that are removed. It's more common in lower teeth. And it's like, Oh yeah, I should end this search here and just go watch TV now. But then it's nope, dig a little more and find out other shit. So I'm, uh, I'm so glad this is over with, uh, had a lot of fucked up shit this year. I had that kidney stone lasered out of my body and then the stent and now this tooth pulled. Now what I need to do is once this is all taken care of and healed up, I need to go in and, uh, just get some cavities filled. I have a couple cavities like three, I think, maybe four, at least three, and I need to go in oh, and get them uh, taken care of. Oh, it never ends. Health never ends. Maybe that's the title. Oh, my neck hurts. I slept on the couch again last night. The couch is like my comfort food of furniture. <laughs> Is that it? 
Maybe that's it. I'm writing that down. But for real, the couch, like, if ever I'm, even if I'm already in my bed, bed, and I wake up feeling shitty, I, for some reason, like, I'll go to the bathroom, and then I'll come back out and immediately just go lay on the couch. It's just, I don't know if it takes me back to, like, being younger in high school and stuff, and I, I don't know, but I feel just safer on my couch for some reason even though it f- ends up fucking me more more often than not, like my neck right now or my back and stuff. But, um, God, I just lo- I, I love watching shitty movies and eating some junk food and laying on the couch and then just kind of passing out and staying there all night. What, what is that? And I, I, I just can't seem to shake it. I just always kind of do it. I always end up there. Uh, so that's the tail of my tooth. I wanted to get that all. Oh man, my neck really does hurt. I wanted to get all that out. Um, while it was still fresh in my mind. That's part of the reason I'm recording it today and not Monday or Tuesdays. While everything is still fresh in my head, in my melon, I still haven't tried the Montelukist sod. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be on antibiotics, possibly painkillers. Um, I don't need to introduce something else yet. So I'll wait till I'm off the antibiotics. Maybe next week I'll start the model Lucas. Somebody in the comments on this past week's uh, episode was like, my son uh, has had horrible allergies and he started taking it. And we just can't believe he hasn't been. Didn't do this sooner. It's been a huge breakthrough. So, Montelukas sod. Way to go, dude. Um, well, this has been half an hour. What I might do is just stop recording now and then do some more later. Now that I have the luxury of, I still have a few days. Maybe something shitty will happen to me. Maybe I'll get dry sockets. Maybe... The, Maybe in like just a couple seconds, you're going to keep listening and no time will have gone by. But for me, a few days will go by and I will have dry sockets. Ugh, I hope not. Also, my doctor, when she called me to check up on me, was like, she's like, I'm glad you finally did that. She's like, you've really been putting it off. And I was like, yeah, I've definitely been putting it off. And I told her about the dry sockets. She's like, oh, man, you don't even have to worry. And I go, well, I've had them before. You know, just like with my with the doctor who took the tooth out, she's like, "Yeah, they're more common though in root canals." She's like, "You don't need to worry." And she's like, "And if it does happen, just call and come in, and we'll put some medication in there, and you'll be fine." So that's where I'm at. Oh, it feels so gross, right? It's just all shredded, and like there's stitches and. Every time my tongue just slightly touches it, it gives me the willies. Yeesh. Um, All right, guys. Well, I'm going to hit pause. Or not hit pause. I'm going to hit stop. And then in the next day or two, I'll come back and record another half hour. Let you know how things are progressing. 
FYI, my mom did call today. The bathroom's almost finished. She's doing great. I'm going to go out tomorrow, Sunday, spend the night, and I have to take her to the doctor uh, Monday morning to get a checkup, uh, take her to her orthopedist. So fingers crossed. Um, we'll see how that goes. I think it'll be, you know, prognosis will be a lot better than it was last time we, <clears throat> last time we went in. But uh, I'll update you on that as well. All right. Uh, more coming up in one second. And we're back. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, for you, it has been no time at all has passed in listening to this podcast. For me, it has been four days. It's now Tuesday. I, I ha- I'm so sorry. My air conditioner is on. And uh, I got to turn it off. It's just that it's 90 degrees out right now. And my apartment is like an oven. But that is that sound you hear. That's worse than uh, my air purifier. Uh, It sounds like I'm on an airplane. Uh, Folks, we uh, are experiencing uh, loud air. (laughs) Hold on. I'm going to turn that down. Turn it off. I'm an idiot. Wow. That really is super loud. All right. Headphones back on. Good thing I turned off the air conditioner and now you can hear the fucking weed whacker. And you can also hear the ceiling fan. Hold on. Uh, Can't win. All right, so now the ceiling fan is off, so you can now just hear me and uh, Chainsaw. This really sucks. I think that just started. All right, I'm going to hit stop. And hopefully... Okay, there we go. I hope it's just a gardener just quickly trimming some hedges or something. (sighs) Okay, guys, it is Tuesday, uh, June 11th. Oh my God, we're well into June. It's summer. Um, I don't know why. I'm, uh, yeah, I guess I got to tell you what day it is because I recorded for half an hour on Saturday, the day after I had my tooth pulled. And then, oh, listen to that bullshit. I I don't know what to do because I have to turn this podcast in this afternoon. Uh, Fuck. Okay, I'm hitting stop. Hopefully I I can wait a few minutes and it will, they'll be finished, but I don't know what's going on. I'm going to go look one second. All right, I'm back and um, 
Well, it's quiet for now. This is nowhere near done. They, they're, it's a tree trimming service. And they're not even close. They're like halfway down the block. It's just because I live in a canyon. This is just reverberating off uh, everything. I swear to God, I, I can't wait to move out of this goddamn place. This is uh, just shitsville. So uh, we're going to have to deal with that. Um, <laughs> it's just, uh, I just want to turn everything off and go to sleep and take a nap and just say, fuck it. Really not feeling it today, but I have to turn this podcast in. All right, just um, just breathe, Steve. That sounds like it's so close, and I, I just went out to the street. It's fucking way down the block. But it's a whole crew they've set up in the by the neighbor's tree or the neighbor's yard. Not neighbor, like way down the block, and they're just trimming trees. God damn it. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking scream. You're gonna hear me lose my shit on this, uh, the second half of this podcast today. Anyway, so yeah, it's Tuesday. Um, I'll update you with everything that's been going on. Uh, the good news to report is there's been no dry sockets. And I think I'm almost uh, in, the blue, in the clear. Uh, from everything I've read, takes a few days to get a dry socket like the blood clot has to form and then fall out so <laughs> I, I can't even concentrate that fucking chainsaw um so it's now let's see friday saturday sunday monday it's now day five Everything I've read online says the dry sockets usually happen like day four, sometimes day five. Um, I think I'm I'm going to be okay. My stitches are still in, so I don't think anything's falling out. The weird thing is, you know, I mentioned they put this bone graft powder in my socket to regenerate bones. Um, everything was fine until yesterday. Well, it's still fine, but they overpack it. Um, but I keep little tiny bits of bone graft powder keep falling out. Obviously, because it's just in the gums. It's not, it's not the powder that's down by my bone. So it's just all the loose shit is starting to fall out. And, um, it's weird because it's like tiny grains of sand. So it's, it does not feel natural. It's they're hard as rock. You can't because it's like bone basically. Um, so I just keep getting these little granules every now. And then. It's not like a ton comes out, but every now and then I'll I'll bite down and there's just this like crunch in my teeth. I'm like, oh, there's another piece of bone graft. So I'm dealing with that, and I think that's because you know they they pack in this bone graft and then they put a um, what do you call it a, a, a membrane over the socket and over the bone graft and then they stitch it shut so it's like this little cap and that keeps everything from falling out you know blood clot bone graft powder everything and um but that little cap the membrane it's called a membrane 
No, it's that noise. Hold on. <laughs> Whatever. So, but that membrane uh, is just like biodegradable, you know, made of natural stuff, and it just disintegrates on its own after time. So I think the membrane is now gone, and that's why I'm losing this powder. And it's kind of driving me crazy. The other night, Sunday night, I was starting to freak out because I had a horrible taste in my mouth. Um, like just this weird, salty, like gross taste. And I was like, oh my God, is my tooth infected? Which is impossible because I've been on antibiotics. But, uh, and, I, and I think it actually came from, I, I started uh, rinsing my mouth out uh, with um, salt water. So that's one of the things it says to do. Like, it's like, obviously you can brush your teeth that aren't near the, uh, near the socket, but don't, don't brush around the socket cause you could tear the stitches and you can lose your blood clot. And so I, it's like one thing you do, do to make sure the, uh, the wound is clean is to r- rinse with, uh, salt water and not like rigorously rinse cause you could still pull out the blood clot, but you're just supposed to put like a teaspoon or tablespoon of salt into eight ounces of water, like room temperature water or even warm water, I guess. And then pour it into your mouth and just lightly swish it back and forth. And then the other thing is they gave me a list of instructions. I can read you the instructions of it's like of things not to do for, you know, a few days. And one of them is do not use a straw. Um, because the pressure from sucking through the straw could dislodge the uh, blood clot. So don't use a straw. Don't smoke, because I guess that thins your blood and it, it makes it harder for the blood clot to coagulate. And, the, uh, and another thing is don't spit. I don't understand that one. I guess maybe that creates a suction in your mouth or something when you spit. And so I, I was realizing this as I was gargling, not gargling, but swishing this water around in my mouth that I couldn't just go and spit it into the sink. I had to just lean over the sink and just open my mouth and let it fall out, which is fine. But then there's also just like little strings of drool like that are still clinging to your lip. And it's just fucking disgusting. Um, but I think the bad taste in my mouth was from the salt, just like... There's another piece of bone graft. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's kind of annoying. Um, yeah, and I started getting really paranoid that, uh, oh, my God, I'm getting an infection. And or, It says one of the signs of a um, dry socket, aside from the pain, obviously, is um, a really foul odor coming from your mouth, from the wound. I was like, I don't, I kept like bre- exhaling into my hand and then smelling it. I just kept going <sighs> and smelling it. And I was like, no, it doesn't smell bad. It fucking tastes horrible. I, I was like, I do have a high threshold for pain. Maybe it's, uh, oh, maybe I have a dry socket. I don't know. And, um, I think it ended, it ended up just being the, uh, salt water, I think. 
Turns out once I got I, this was I was at my mom's house Sunday night because I had to take her to the doctor uh, yesterday morning. More on that in a minute, but I did find uh, when I got back yesterday to my apartment, I found that I had um, this like prescription antimicrobial. I guess it's like a microbial um, mouthwash, mouth rinse that I got a couple years ago, like two years ago. I had like a deep cleaning where they really just kind of went into the gums and stuff. And they're like, this is going to irritate your gums. So here's this like prescription strength mouthwash that's like, you know, kills infection and bacteria. And so I found that and I'm, there's no expiration date on it. So I'm using that and uh, everything seems to be cool now. So my sinuses also feel a little bit better. I'm, I'm still, t- I think tonight is my last uh, pill in my Z-Pack. Um, that's been interesting. I know uh, Saturday when I recorded the first half of this, I had said that Friday I had like a smoothie and then like a large coffee and then... Um, then took a double dose of my Z-Pack antibiotic and just about shit my pants. <laughs> um, I've since been taking, well, I think I already mentioned this, but I'm still taking probiotics and charcoal. It's really helping for the most part. Jesus Christ, now somebody else in the building's doing some construction. Great. Welcome to my life. Um, so everything's manageable now, although it's, I still just get these every now and then just these really bad, like gurgly, grumbly, <laughs> just uneasy feeling in my stomach and my guts. And uh, I can't wait to be done with this antibiotic for the first couple of days, like just eating Anything I would eat just like didn't feel right. Um, it's starting to get better. I, I've been eating a lot of pasta because it's soft. It's like you sh- I should still be eating softer foods. And I think for like weeks, I'm not supposed to chew on the other side of my mouth. So I have to just keep eating on this left side of my mouth, chewing on the left side of my mouth. Uh, so it's been mostly like eggs. Yogurt, a lot of yogurt. I've rekindled my love of yogurt, by the way. (laughs) I'll I'll just pop open a yogurt and just be like, oh my God, this is great. I hear buzzing. Oh, it's the chainsaw idling. Great. Um, So yogurt, great. Um, but a lot of pasta. I went out to dinner in this nice restaurant with some friends last night, and I was like, well, I guess I'll have the pasta. <laughs> What's the deal with pasta? Um, live in the present, not the pasta. <laughs> oh, Jesus, that was horrible. <laughs> I don't know if you could notice, but when I was talking Saturday on the first half of this podcast, 
I was not laughing as hard or I, I couldn't be as animated. I still really can't because it feels like my stitches could pop out. Even I can't, I feel like I still can't open my mouth really wide. I feel like something may pop in there. I'm just really paranoid. I just want to make it to Thursday and get to my follow up with my uh, dentist and just get the okay that, like, yeah, everything's good. You can relax a little more. And like, I had steak Sunday. Like, I went to my, we'll talk about my mom. I went to my mom's house uh, Sunday. Um, because she had to be at her orthopedist yesterday morning, Monday morning. And so I had to drive her. She still can't drive. And um, my sister is just really paranoid because my mom still needs help getting down steps. And so from the front of the house, from the uh, inside of the house, the foyer, I guess you would call it, out to the driveway, there's... Well, there's a step down from the house to the patio, and then there's two steps down from the patio to this walkway, and then one step down to the driveway. Very minor, short, small, easy-to-manage steps, but my mom still needs something to hold on to. And she can't really use the walker going down the steps. that might slip out, push out from under her. So I kind of have to, like, she uses the walker and gets to the edge of the steps, and then I put the walker down at the the bottom of the step and then I just hold her hand. I don't even, she doesn't even put weight on me. I just hold her hand for balance. She's doing really well and she steps down the steps, but my sister is just fucking terrified. So I was like, can you take mom to the doctor on Monday? She's like, Nope, fuck that. I'm not going to help. I'm not, I don't want to fuck up and have her fall down the steps getting out to the car. I'm like, Beth, literally all you have to do is hold her hand She's not like immobile anymore. She, nope, I don't want to do. I don't want anything to do with her falling and hurting herself. I'm like, cool. So I'll just drive back out from LA, spend the night Sunday night, so I can wake up early in the morning and take her to the doctor. I don't mind. I, I, my sister's just being a little unreasonable, but my mom can't drive. So uh, I went out Sunday and, um, I forget where I was going with this story. Oh yeah. Like my sister made, she's like, I'm make dinner for us. I was like, great. And then I go in the kitchen a couple hours later and she's making steak. I'm like, I just had a tooth pulled. I'm not supposed to have any hard foods like this. She also had corn and potatoes, and I was like, well, I can eat that. I think I can manage that. And then I was just like, that steak smells too good. So I just cut it up into really, really micro-tiny steak pieces. And uh, it was fine. It was good. I'm, it was like the first really solid food I'd had in like three days. Um, and it seemed to actually settle my stomach a little more. Now that there was something substantial in there, not just something soft. Uh, so I took my mom to see her orthopedist yesterday. Um, I don't know why. I mean, it was a follow-up. It wasn't like going for a purpose. Like, you're going to go in, you're going to get an x-ray. It's literally just, I took her to the doctor just so... He could walk into the examining room and go, how's everything going? She's like, good, I'm getting around with a walker now. I don't need a wheelchair anymore. Um, my back doesn't hurt. My hip doesn't hurt. And he's like, okay, well, 
see you later. <laughs> it's like, like, all right. Um, but she still has pain in her leg. And, there, and he looked at the x-ray from last time. There's no break. There's no, not even bruising. And it's really weird. You know, she had uh, reconstructive knee surgery on her left knee. Um, <clears throat> but the pain in her leg is just below the knee. It's really like her shin. Um, I don't know if it's her shin or like her tibia or fibia, but it's kind of like just below the knee and kind of just a little left of the shin. Um, which is kind of like where I get shin splints, but she's been having this pain for forever. And I was like, I, I doubt it's a shin splint, although it just sounds like it's, I don't know. And she's really mostly only just, you know, like she sits at the kitchen table downstairs most of the day, like checking her email and reading and watching TV. Or she's just, you know, hanging out on her bed upstairs watching TV. So. I don't know what's causing the pain. Doctor didn't know. He was like, well, everything seems to be okay. It'll hopefully just get better. He's like, if it keeps up, he's like, I don't think I need to see you anymore. If you need to come in or he's like, if you know, if you're still having pain and you want to check up, he's like, I, I recommend seeing your GP, your internist or whatever. So she is stronger though. She, I mean, she's really getting around really easily. Like, Watching her move around with that walker so swiftly, I'm like, I think you could probably graduate to a cane, Mom. But she's still a little unsure, but I think she could use a cane. She's still loving that bathtub, um, the walk-in bath. She keeps going on about how it's the greatest thing she's bought in, in, like, uh, in a long time. Uh, but the bathroom's still not done. They're still doing construction. and It's, it's been a long... That bathroom's turning into a nightmare, but at least the bathtub is done, so she's still using that. And uh, she's like, it feels... She's like, I f sleep m much better at night if I take one of these... If I just soak in the tub. She's like, you got to try it. You got to try the bathtub. I'm like, ah, I just don't want to. <laughs> I've taken baths. It's 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 not as amazing for me in the bathtub as it is to you who hasn't been able to for years. Um, I got some more bone graft powder. It's really weird. Uh, I'm excited for this follow up on Thursday. I think they're going to take the stitches out too, which I can't wait for because it's the one thing I notice more than anything. You know, when you have like a chip tooth or something stuck in your teeth or a sore on your gum or something like, or you bite your cheek and you have a sore on your cheek, how anytime there's just something different, your tongue automatically just keeps going to it. Like, Oh yeah, still there. Your tongue just keeps checking. Um, my tongue keeps going over to not right where the the socket is because I'm too paranoid about losing that blood clot. So I don't touch the socket with my tongue, but I I run my tongue around the outer edges, like on my gums, and just keep feeling these stitches. Like it's and that feels weird. It's just like wiry cord or whatever, and it's just. And there's a lot of it. 
I watched a video Sunday night when I was really paranoid. I was like, do I have a dry socket? My mouth tastes weird. I watched so many videos of like tooth um, extractions and dent. I watched tons of videos about dental implants and tooth extractions. Stuff that normally might have made me really nauseous. Because some of the, like I watched one of just, I actually watched the procedure of a tooth being removed, a molar. And then watched them pack. If, if you don't have a problem watching graphic stuff like that, I, I highly suggest Googling it or going on YouTube and look at molar extraction or um, uh, tooth implants. It's pretty fascinating. And there's also, if you don't like the graphic stuff, just type into Google and then click on video searches, uh, bone grafting or tooth extracting, and there's there's animated um, videos. So it's not bloody or anything. And they're, they're all really fascinating. Um, so Sunday night, I just watched a ton of those videos. And I... It was just like watching these gory, bloody tooth extractions. And I was just like, wow, that's what they were doing in to me. I just had this done three days ago and I'm still alive. That's the best thing about once you do finally just bite the bullet and have one of these, any kind of medical procedure, where whether it's tooth extraction or, you know, a lithotropsy to get a kidney stone removed or Whatever it is, you know, that you've been dreading. Once you have it, you feel like a rock star. You feel like just this rock star is like, yeah, that's right. I survived. I did it. Came out on the other side. I feel that same way whenever I fly. Um, Like whenever I get on a plane and go somewhere, like when I went to Austin um, a couple, you know, a month ago. Even though it's like a two and a half hour flight, well, I ended up getting diverted to Houston, but just landing and then walking out of the plane and through the airport terminal, there's just this feeling of like accomplishment. (laughs) Even though all I did was sit still and a pilot did all the work, I always walk through an airport after a flight, like really stoked and really proud kind of like a little kid who just went to the dentist or just got a shot and was like, yeah, I did it. I just want to tell everyone. I think that's why people tweet and Instagram so much from airports. It's like they're trying to show how brave they are and not really for their followers, but for themselves. Like they're just reassuring themselves like, yep, I'm doing this. I'm a brave little boy. I'm... I'm going through with this. And then it, it, for me, it's usually when I land that I, I start tweeting and posting photos like, what's up, Austin? <laughs> Just Like people are going to be watching or looking at my Instagram or Twitter going, oh, my God, you guys, Steve Agee flew on a plane successfully. You guys, did you hear about Steve Agee? He flew to Austin. What a brave boy. <laughs> Just the most mundane. I, why don't I feel like that when I drive? Driving's more dangerous than flying. 
more bone graft powder. Um, why don't Why don't I feel like that when I go to Starbucks and I get out of my car and I walk in? And I'm like, "Hey, what's up, you guys? I just drove here. Do I get a free coffee?" <laughs> So ple- we should be so pleased with ourselves for just the most mundane. Hey, you guys, I just cooked a steak. Didn't get food poisoning. I guess I, I, I cooked it well enough. <laughs> I just made chicken. I didn't get salmonella. How about that? Guys, I just opened a can of soup, cooked it. Didn't get botulism. I think I'm all right. You proud of me? Oh my God. Humans just need so much reassurance and, uh, acknowledgement. <laughs> Look at me. <sighs> All right. It's been, uh, we're now at an hour. I'm going to end this here. Hopefully next podcast I record. I don't, um, I don't, uh, it doesn't start with me going, well, fuck. Last Wednesday, day after I recorded last week's podcast, dry socket. I was in the hospital all night. It was really a disaster. It was one of the worst dry sockets in history. I had to go to the emergency room. Not even a dentist. I had to go to the hospital. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening, you guys. And... Um, We really did it. This chapter in my oral life is over. Hopefully, well, not over. I still have to, still got to get the implant. Kind of excited about that. Have a big old fake molar back there. Did I mention I have a friend who had all of his teeth pulled out and replaced with uh, implants because he had such bad, uh, bad teeth? Not bad teeth, but uh, like genetically, he he was just had like bad teeth, so he's always having tooth problems. And he ended up just like getting all his teeth taken out and having implants put in. How crazy is that? But almost genius. Anyway, I'll leave you with that, and I'll leave you with this uh, chainsaw. Still going, but at least we got through this. All right. Have a great week. Great rest of the week. Great weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. A podcast network.